for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. We are live at the Inner Jam down by the river. Uh, it's been a crazy day. It's been a long day. It's actually finally starting to cool off a little bit, which I'm really enjoying. I just ate and been drinking a little bit. Kinda, so. What'd you get? I had a hamburger. It was, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just ate some pizza. I had some, some Tony's pizza. Yeah. It was just one of those things where it's like, anytime I go to these things, it's like the crap food just like snacks and stuff oh yeah it's just it's a pure it just kind of it's like it might not be good on a yeah but on a certain occasion like this like eating some greasy food is yeah and i was just gonna make you feel real good get some legit food let's make this happen and i walked out there they're like yep we got you sweet but uh sitting here with a very special guest we got nash daniels how's it going today man it's going good it's going all right it's been a long day we were just talking earlier before you click the button about about uh yeah, just being up at the. I was at the, up at the back, butt crack of dawn. Yep. And I thought the night before I was playing at uh, those two different places, uh, Ozona Bar and Grill, off Harvey Road, yeah. um, for a uh, thing, uh, uh, Maverick, one hundred point nine. They do a little pa- party on the patio thing yeah. every uh, th- uh, Thursday. So I played that with uh, with a uh, newer. F- uh, a friend of mine, uh, Terry Easterwood, he was yeah. playing leads with me. And then we went to go to play Rough Draft on Northgate. It was a fun night. Um, Busy night, sounds it was right. A, yeah, and I had, you know, been up since five that morning, too. And um, I go to load everything out back into the car. And and I'm kind of in a hurry to get back home because, again, I got to be, I'm a land surveyor Monday yeah. through Friday. Yeah. So I'm up at five five thirty, and I just do the do the shows on the weekends. Yeah. Some, you know, sometimes Thursdays and Fridays. But um, yeah, I loaded everything out. Just didn't think about it. It was being kind of just stupid, I guess. Looking hindsight, but yeah. pull into the driveway. Don't even think about pulling the guitar out of the car. Go lay down, fall asleep. Get maybe four or five, five, five and a half at, at the most hours of sleep. Wake up half, still half asleep. Get in the car to go to, go to work, and I notice that the guitar is not in there. <laughs> oh no! And so like I just my heart just dropped down to my heels. Uh huh. And um, so I made a Facebook post and everything about like, hey, keep an eye out for this because I really thought that I got a not the best car. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't lock. Um, locks don't work and uh, it was just stupid of me so this post gets shared like 30 40 times it's yeah. like I get messages from people like hey like do you need a backup guitar that sucks and this and that yeah and then finally like I am half days on Friday so like one o'clock rolls around we're pulling back into the office and I get a text from the bar or maybe like I think it was the one of the guys uh, that booked me that works yeah. at the bar he was like yeah man you left it here no, that's better. So than I just felt so guilty and dumb at the same time for having everybody thank you yeah. for for everybody trying to help me find my guitar. I was just a, I'm just 
I'm a little autistic, so. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> so when you say you're a land surveyor, you're one of them dudes that stand on the corner with the like the uh, yeah. telescope thing that like they're looking at things. Yeah, sure. So so right now, like I'm kind of new in the industry, okay. uh, or like getting into that industry, but it's like, man, it's a it's a good job. I like it, but um, I got to I pretty much just get like go on hikes. Yeah. Through woods and stuff. Okay. Every, every once in a while, it's thick. Like two days, two, three days ago, I was in thorny briars and oh. and just getting scratched up, yeah. just trying to get a signal. But, um, yeah, like, the, you know, on the side of the road, there's the tri- the legs, the tripods. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, they have, it's like a base satellite. Yeah. They just constantly gets that signal. And then you have a rover, which yeah. is the one that's on the big pole yeah and you walk around with that and you know attached to the pole is a uh you know you got your you have like a bubble yeah a plump like getting plumb like getting level yeah and then you have your tablet your it's called trimble okay um, but you have your tablet attached to the uh the pole and and uh there's different codes you got to shoot in different like uh utilities and, mm-hmm. and uh, where the cement concrete ends or oh, okay um not in Brazos County for some reason, or at least for the company that I work for. Um, but when I when I was doing this, I started off doing this in, in Houston. Uh, you have to shoot in trees. You got to know what all kinds of different trees. You got to shoot in what, like, oh, is this a palm tree? Is this an oak tree? Yeah. Anything. You got to measure them if they're 18 inches. You know, it's more or less just like uh, the way I have, like, in a layman's term, way I've explained it is, uh, like, that rod that I walk around with is like a big pencil. Okay. And I just walk around and just on a online, you know, piece yeah. of paper, I say, oh, this is where this is. This is where its elevation is. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, like if it's a super cloudy day and you got like like bit bad, 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 thick tree coverage and you can't get a vertical yeah. shot. Because if you look up in the sky right now, anywhere, I mean, a day or night, there's probably like 30 to 40 i mean that's just with that 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 we use i don't know yeah. how many there's probably hundreds oh, of yeah. just to, just your you know sight in the sky but uh, you know there's like 30 about 30 or 40 it changes but that that the the satellites talk to my little stick Thank, yeah you know um and uh it's so sometimes when you don't have when you can't get that vertical signal you set up the instrument yeah what you're talking about with the, um, the you now, I mean, stuff has gotten so crazy because like uh, Abraham Lincoln and, and George Washington and, and George Washington Carver, a lot of other people, there was a lot of uh, yeah um, historical figures that were land surveyors, but they were using like chains, like mm-hmm. chain links, yeah you know, measure like, yeah. you know, and now. Anytime I drive past like, a, like, I guess it's, they're getting ready to do some sort of construction or something yeah. and I see those guys out there and I'm like I have no idea what you're doing but I know you're surveying something so. now I'll tell you this the first day first week or so when I st- when I first started surveying I mean I understood I, I could picked it up pretty quickly about all the hows yeah there's like how to do things but everything I was doing I'm just like I feel I feel so stupid. Why am I doing? Why? Why am I doing this? Like, what is this? You know. And then the more and more you get to know about it, you're like, oh, this is it makes sense. anything that ever needs to be built has to be surveyed first, yeah. whether it's public or private. You know, text dot or, or thank God, 
I'm so glad I don't, because I was in Houston yeah. when I started out. I'm not working for TechStot with TechStot anymore. And I, my heart goes out to people that work on the side of freeways all day, because mm-hmm. that is sensory overload. And oh, yeah. you're just like, I mean, you'd be dead, dead silent at night. And hey. just like, because you hear the 18 wheelers going by every day, yep. even the tiniest noise is just like, yeah, you know, hey. that was just my experience. Yeah, but I some people it. know how to tune that kind of stuff out. I don't know. I feel it. Well, that's what you do during the day. But yeah. Let's talk about the uh, music a little bit. What got you into music? Oh, well, long story short, what got me into music was um, I was living in this uh small house off oak street in in uh in in bryan mm-hmm. and uh was living with some friends of mine they were in a band called desdemona uh, torn franklin and jd brunson and uh i was working in uh in a dive bar in downtown in downtown bryan at the time and i was doing a lot of, i was having a lot of fun i was having a lot of, maybe a little too much fun and doing some things that i didn't need to be doing and and so um living with those guys they kind of encouraged me to pick up the guitar and and uh i sooner or later just used it as an excuse to to not do the things that i shouldn't be doing gotcha and yeah, so fair. i did i never I, I i picked up the guitar in november of 2018 um and uh didn't put it down for like six months and then just started playing shows in and around um, downtown Bryan and, and College Station and and busking and yeah. uh, if you don't know busking is but it's like pretty yeah. much just playing on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, is busking got, good? Is it busking a good business in Bryan? Um, man, or? yeah, sometimes. So like like I, uh, it's gotten me through. It's something you always fall back on as long yeah. as you don't have like a normal person's level of shame. Yeah. It, like, 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 if you're because um, last, uh, not last July, but the year before that, yeah. um, I started, you know, I just started playing more and more shows, and sooner or later, I was just doing it full time, and I was more or less fully supporting myself. Um, I had some, I had some people that were helping me a lot and supporting me. You know, I wasn't hundred percent supporting myself, but I was going for it, and yeah. uh, I was on the road a lot and going back and forth from New Orleans to back to College Station I went out to Los Alamos New Mexico at a, at a really um, awesome small little brewery called Bathtub Row yep. I know it all Bathtub Row Brewing Co- uh, I, Co-op I lived in uh, Roswell New Mexico for really? four years yeah. okay yeah man I don't know what it is but I love New Mexico Some uh, of this, I feel like New Mexico is a very like a not to be too mean about it is like an afterthought whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it. but it is a big brown beautiful mess like i you know I, what though if you go in a lot spr- i'm sure a lot of people there lo- will want to keep it that way yeah. where they're like no dude we don't want you here like just keep it to where like everybody thinks oh, it's just new mexico yeah i will say though if you go out there in like the springtime if it if they've had like a wet spring it's just the night before like the summer heat hits and it gets like super dry and super hot yeah it's beautiful it's green like just go out into the desert and you see a green desert that is the weirdest thing ever yeah man i saw yeah i went out there once and i I think i stopped and went to amarillo and then and then santa fe and then los alamos but uh but no two years ago last july 
two July's ago. Mm-hmm. I went from Houston to Key West, Florida and back, nice. uh, just riding the coast the whole time. I slept on the beach a couple times. It was fun. I actually ended up, I wouldn't say conning my way into, but like they were just really accommodating, and I felt like a stray cat that was let in and given like wet food for the first time but you know they they paid me well and then they were like hey we have we have this contract with uh I mean, it's more or less a motel yeah but it was, it's happened in uh st george island okay. appalachia just uh it's like a barrier Apple, island Appalachicola. Uh, or uh it's very uh, barely island uh just south of Apalachicola okay. called st george island yeah. um, like the panhandle has that little nipple yeah i lived in tallahassee for two years so I'm oh, okay gay. yeah I've lived in a lot of places. So, I, yeah, I had two dates there, man. I, I showed up there. I played. I actually showed up a couple of early. And, man, a lot of the time I was in Apalachicola. But before, we would go to um, me, me, Torin, and JD yeah. uh, went, to, went to New Orleans for, like, three or four days and made, like, okay money, had a fun time. It yeah. paid for everything, more or less. It's like, if you want to go have fun, if you want to have fun, then you have to go out there on the streets yeah. and earn it. Yeah. And then so, you, like, you go and you play for an hour, you make 20, 30 bucks. All right, like, we can all go get a drink or two or go get a get a little pint of whiskey or something, yeah. walk around the French Quarter. Yeah, um, and, man, it was, but that was my first, that was the first time I was ever in the French Quarter. And uh, these two guys that I was with, they had been in there for, they had been there for at least, you know, 10 times. And uh, no, within within ten minutes, my shoes and socks were off, shirt was off. I was leaning into the uh, crust punk, just like being a being a hobo. Uh, but I caught the fever, and I also I would always I would love to be able to live in New Orleans at some point in my life. Maybe not forever, because I feel like. Some people will never come back. Yeah. Not in a good way. I, I've often thought about wanting to live in New Orleans myself, but it just the pe- the way certain people in my life talk about it, it's just kind of like, I'll it go. definitely depends on who you are, but yeah. I, di- I, would, I like to think that being that it's just so open and everywhere and all around you in regards yeah. to alcohol, it would make me like not necessarily, maybe not just want, it's just like, oh, it's just like, it's, every, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I feel it. Uh, I mean, I had gone back two or three times more, and there was one time where I just, I might have had like 100 bucks to my name and put 50 bucks in. No, I probably had about 200 bucks. I probably had 200 bucks to, to my name, and I put two, and I pretty much put all my money into getting there. And then. Just busked on the streets for like three or four days, fed myself, like slept in the car, yep. had my dog with me, and nice. and uh, and was there for yeah two or three days, and ended up getting, ended up making. I mean, granted, I was playing all day. Yeah, yeah. But I ended up making like more money than when I when I left, enough to get, enough to get me all the way back and yeah. have another couple of That's extra. always what's important is making enough money so you So can that's get what it. I would do yeah. if I had like, you know, four days in between shows. I was yeah. like, all right, well let's see what Mobile's about. I don't have anything between New Orleans and Apalachicola. So yeah. I'm gonna hang out in Mobile for a couple of days. So yeah. it's just it's a fun thing and it's it's definitely a, a neat way to to meet some people. I have a 
buddy of mine, his name is Lou. Uh, Louis Ebeck, uh-huh. uh, he he's a man. He's on he's an abstract on all kinds of artists. Um, yeah. But he's you know he's. I feel it. God love God love him. If if <laughs> if Lou hears this, I I love him to death. But he is a handful. I feel it. And um, he's one of the guys that like he only really wants to live in New Orleans or Key West. Yeah. And then every once in a while he'll come back home to Bryan College Station. The Keys are cool. Key West, that's a little. Uh, a little much for me. So. Yeah, it's expensive as all get out. Yep, hundred. But I let I lived ghetto, rich yeah. life in Key West. I was sleeping on. Oh yeah. And the cops weren't chasing you off or no? No, dude. It was the fire. The so the fire station is a public. Yeah. It's a public building. Yeah. So I just had a cot, out on the. The nice. Underneath the awning, and I you just get woken up in the morning by some chickens, nice. some roosters. It was nice. a I love Key West too, man. But uh, we'll see how long, how much longer it's there. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, so where are you kind of at uh, releasing music wise? Are you, you got music releasing now? music? I uh, actually, um, so in my early twenties, I had some legal issues, made some stupid decisions, and got behind the wheel of a car and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. No, how that goes. I, I it didn't hurt anybody, going. but I paid my dues, and, yeah. and um, but at that time I was still playing music, and and at that time, um, I was not legally allowed to play in fifty-one percent establishments. Yeah, that wasn't going to keep me from playing music. Yeah, uh, so I played under a pseudonym called Kerosene Pipe Dreams. Okay, um, and that whole. I guess missions. I don't. I feel weird saying that, but like mission statement was that like I'm, you know, I might not make a lot of money doing what I'm doing, but maybe one day I'll make a living and yeah. and and you know be able to. And I did like for I got to a point where I was I was making I was making a living for for uh, for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, so I released a, a five song EP um, mm-hmm. under. Uh, kerosene pipe dreams and that's on Apple and Spotify and all the all the streaming platforms Um, something weird happened with my Spotify I don't know why it's kind of hard to find but the EP is called Memento Mori Um, and that is a Latin phrase that kind of loosely translates to you two will die okay a little dark but uh, I think it's kind of depending on how you depending on your inflection yeah it's like oh, or like oh, we'll fucking we'll die, um, but uh, yeah, it's something we all have in common, and um, so yeah, that's a five song. And is that all EP you have? Call right now, yeah, that is. I have. Uh, I'm going to be releasing um, another single on November 18th. Okay. Uh, called Brazos Valley Bonfire. Uh, is that about the bonfires? That, that is. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's it. it we're gonna bear with it. I, I'm 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 only about halfway finished with the song. Okay. But uh, um, yeah. So we're gonna release the that single on on the on the on that anniversary. Okay. And because um, what is it? Is it thirty-three ish years? Yeah. Or is it? Okay. No, it was nineteen ninety-nine. November eighteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. So eleven or one. I don't know. Ninety-nine. Oh nine, nineteen, twenty-three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be that. Um, right now, I'm a little bit behind, but right now I'm doing on my YouTube channel. I'm doing like uh, 
from I guess it was September 22nd yeah. to it's gonna be Christmas Day. Uh, it's 94 days, 94 covers. Oh wow! Nice. I was born in '94. I'm 28 years old. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but uh, so I'm gonna do a bunch of bunch of covers on on the YouTube channel and I put it on the, the TikTok and all the other stuff yeah. sometimes but um, and then on New Year's Day I'll be releasing a like a 10 track cover album oh nice that's cool so yeah. I'll have Wait, what kind of what kind of cover songs um well some of my like mostly like uh, it's gonna be like my influences like mm -hmm. kind of the artists that got me into playing music yeah. um whether that be you know I'll have some local people from my own community yeah uh, I might care I might cover a Mary Charlotte Young song I think you just talked with yeah. her earlier yep. um, she's awesome um, but uh, yeah she has she has a couple songs of of hers that I love uh, Cowboys uh, Cowboys and Indians or, or Crying Cowboys uh, Dead Stars yeah. um that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. She's a, she's a she's a great and awesome songwriter yeah. and just a overall yeah. just yeah. sweet person. That's um, been the wild thing about this festival. So we're at all Inner the Jam. connecting webs. It, and that and then like all, so I've been in Waco for about three years now, and I haven't really had a chance to go out and do live shows because when I first moved here, it, I was super busy with everything that I was doing, and then COVID hit. And that kind of shut everything down. Yeah. And then I just really haven't been out to shows that much over the last year. Sure. At least here locally, you know, it's just not something that I've been doing. And now, like all these people that I've met online through Dustin, through a few other people, mm -hmm. they're all here. And it's like, oh, hey. Oh, they're real people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so, crazy. That's really cool. And uh, was, I've definitely, I've met a couple of people that I like. And that's always a weird like when you kind of have a rapport with somebody on yeah. an online platform and yeah. then you meet them for the first time like three years later yeah and you like you kind of know them and you don't know how to like interact with them hey da -da 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 -da, or be like just super casual be yeah. like oh what's what's up and then but then you take the chance of them being like uh, what? Why is this Who weird? You? Yeah. yeah you know like oh shoot you're one of my fa you know Facebook yeah. friends and yeah. stuff. such a weird such a weird time and a necessary evil for for all of us yeah. here with yeah. the with the social medias and all the internet some of us i i am sure and no shade thrown um sure love it yeah for sure it's fun to create like the content but and i like i myself enjoy it a lot of times but then sometimes i find my like you know you get those facebook memories and you're like yeah. oh no yeah. I, I've gone through... What did you... What were you thinking? What was going on that day? Why did you post that? I've got a few of those where it's like, oh, let's uh, purge that one from the memory. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so it's been a blast chatting with you. We'll definitely have to have you back on again and... Absolutely. You know, just in a longer format and just kind of chill sure. out environment. Uh, but anybody wants to check out any of your music, interact with you on socials, catch a live show, I don't... Yeah, man, I... Uh, I've got, uh, like I was saying earlier, I got the EP. Mm -hmm. uh, that's called Momentum Mori under a pseudonym, Kerosene Pipe Dreams. You can find that on Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal, Prime, Amazon. What? That's a, one of yeah. the streaming forms. Yeah. Um, and uh, tomorrow um, in 
just on the uh, over the over the line and Brian Brian Cautious in Brian Texas I'm gonna be playing a show at yesterday's bar and grill nice and um, then on the 28th I'll play at five Knox speakeasy in downtown Bryan in the basement of the LaSalle Hotel the historic LaSalle Hotel um, you know they say the whole it's the haunted haunted yeah. something or others yeah. there's some people that I guess whatever yeah, but it's in the basement you go uh, down the stairs walk down the hallway yeah there's a door knock five times you got the classic little small square yeah so it's uh, like a speakeasy almost yeah okay. nice so that'll be a fun time that'll be 9 to 12 on the 28th awesome awesome so well it's been a blast chat I appreciate with- your time thank you yeah for sure it's been great and uh, definitely if I ever make it down to I keep I've only been to Bryan College Station once in the three years that I've been here and yeah. like we no, have a state like, about. yeah well it's one of those things where I Bryan, mean yeah thanks and gig and whatever but yeah not my I'm an Arkansas Razorback yeah I got you, you know, I got my one year degree plan I didn't graduate but yeah. I'm a hog through and through I feel it but once again thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh hope uh really enjoyed your set tonight that was good and uh yeah look forward to having you back on appreciate you man once again thank you all for tuning in and we will see you all later